When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, it is sincerely appreciated. Was that the Lakers I saw tonight? Was that the same Lakers I saw losing in terrible fashions on both Friday and Sunday? Yes, it was, but it was an altogether different Lakers team. 24 hours is is just so much different for us. We went from like a a funeral, like we we all needed to dress in black or something because it was looking pretty grim for us. We were all very unhappy. L. Rob came on the show just to, just wanting to talk to us for therapy. It was getting so bad for the Lakers. But wouldn't you know, 24 hours later, without LeBron or without Dennis Schroeder, LeBron is a day-to-day with his ankle, so it's not too serious serious. But Dennis Schroeder is out for 10 to 14 days due to health and safety protocols. I hope it's not what I think it is, but it probably is. But, you know, without those two, the Lakers were able to go ahead and take on one of the hottest teams in the NBA, the Denver Nuggets. And, yes, Felix is here. You know, we definitely got our mojo back with a great win tonight. And you know what? Anthony Davis looking very strong, 25 points tonight, seven rebounds and three block shots. But to me, the key to this victory was the fourth quarter, and I'm going to hear it from Laker Tom. And two individuals that almost had to dust the cobwebs off them mm-hmm. because Wes Matthews and Marcus Saul gave the team a big lift when they needed it the most. And they pulled away at points to up to as many as a 15 point lead in the fourth quarter. Very good performance. Denver came back, storming back as we knew they would because they were a great team. But you know what? The Lakers did pull it out in the, in the end. And you're right, Felix, defense wins championships. And you know what? The Lakers, after two horrible defensive performances and what some around here have been saying was two really lousy coaching performances, I thought Friday was worse than Sunday, but both were pretty bad. I will tell you right now, I want to go ahead and say, you know what? Frank Vogel drew up something really good for the Lakers as far as from a defensive standpoint, and they win 93-89, holding 
Nikola Jokic on his way to pick up his first MVP. He struggled 12 for 28, 32 points, but it really took a lot of shots. Michael Porter Jr. struggled with 19 points himself. Denver was really out of sorts all game long, and I only can attest it to the Lakers' defensive presence and performance tonight. And here today to talk about the game is, is are two great guests indeed. You notice we're back now 24 hours later after the funeral pyre <laughs> that seemed to be lifting high with all the, the burning and all the incense and all the stuff that's going on, and we were so depressed. We've got all smiles today. I'm going to go ahead and hit up first the man who I need to come sometimes to therapy, a good man indeed from Detroit, Michigan. It is L. Rob. And L. Rob, great to have you back 24 hours later. I don't think you're here for therapy this time around. <laughs> no, I'm here to uh, celebrate a little bit now. It's been some, we've been down in the valley for, it seems like forever. So it's good to, it's good to have some, some array of sunshine shine through and, Kudos to, uh, like you said, Casal. He definitely was the difference maker today. He brought the energy. Um, he hit big shots. Uh, you know, he played. He, he played like the Mark Casal we were hoping we were we were getting uh, at the beginning of the year. And then Matthews always plays so hard defensively. So it's good to see him knock down some shots too. Um, yeah, the defensive intensity. From the beginning, you can see they were they were hungry. So I think that's what we left off yesterday. It's like I don't care if they don't make any shots. Just play good defense. Just play tough defense. And usually, when you do that, you'll end up hitting some shots. I mean, energy creates opportunities. And um, I definitely want to give a shout out to Kuz. He didn't do much offensively, but he really hounded Porter in the first half. So things didn't show up in the box score. There's a reason. You know, it's personal between those two. You know well, that, right? Ever since the yeah. bubble. Yeah, yeah, and he's and Kuz has usually been on the losing end of that personal battle. So I'm glad today he didn't take it personal where he's tried to go back at him. Um, all of them, whoever was on him, uh, Caruso struggled handling the ball, but when he was switched out on on um, on Porter, he was up into him. Uh, KCP was the defensive was really good. You see, AD set the tone. He went in trying to dunk the ball. He shot going toward the basket a lot today instead of shooting fadeaways, at least in the first half. Um, he was in more of an attack mode. So, yeah, no complaints, really. It was it was a good all-around effort. Everybody who played, played hard and contributed. Wasn't too many lapses. You know, I mean, Jokic missed a lot of shots he normally would make, and so I'm not going to gloat too much. And Denver, you know, was without a lot of guys, but still, they had been on a roll too, nine out of ten, so or something like that, eight out of nine or something. So they had been playing good ball. Maybe they were due for a stinker. I'm glad it happened against us. Admiral Akbar threw out the trap and the Nuggets this time fell right in it. And I will say this, that with the Lakers playing like this, it brings some hope to us. Uh, and that Felix is saying right, you know, the coach is getting the formula ready to get the job done as the playoffs approach. Well, it's all about defense. As long as the Lakers can play this level of defense, they can keep themselves into any ball game with any team out there. And Anthony Davis, after last night's performance, was really angry. He made a lot of comments in regards to something we've seen before already once or twice this season when he was playing before, where he was upset with his own performance. And he was upset with the team's performance. So he played very inspired today. And then you have, like Laker Tom was laughing at, which we didn't comment on last night's show, 
you know, now LeBron with the thought of possibly being seventh. Well, as it was, but we'll give you an update on the standings here in a sec. He was really mad about, you know, the possibility of the play-in tournament and not liking the play-in tournament concept at all. Funny how that happens to both LeBron and also as well, Doncic. They're both not liking it when they're around seven. So you notice how that happens. So I'm assuming that, you know, it doesn't really matter for them when they're not in seventh, but as they get closer, oh, boy. Boy, they really don't like those playing tournaments. They really don't like playing those extra games. Felix says, been at a real funeral. I said, oh, ye of little faith, but the Lakers got this. And they did. They did. It was a, It's a start and the beginning of a tough week. Sunday and Monday, they did split. Not, not the kind of split we, we thought we would get, but it was definitely a great performance today from the deep defensive side of things. And here today... AD was saying we were playing with no swag. So the, thank you, Felix, for bringing that up. Exactly. They were not playing with any swag, any confidence, any in, inspiration. Uh, they, they didn't have any sense of urgency. And uh, today they showed that and showed that in spades. But here today to talk about the game as well as a good man indeed. He is the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, some of the things that you've been asking for at nauseum showed up. It's so funny because Marcus Saul was the bane of your existence when he was in the starting lineup. And then he became your inspiration for getting him back into the lineup. This is how he's got to play each and every time out. Otherwise, he goes back to, like we said, the bane of your existence once again. You know, you sort of wonder about a guy who's won a world championship, won honors in his own country and played internationally for years, and who, who knows he's at the end of his career, and sort of had a guaranteed starting job at the first half of the season. You know, then there just became the pressure that that we, we went through that streak where we were giving up big leads and going into the second quarter behind every game. Uh, and then the pressure, you know, mounted and, and uh, Gasol sort of fell out of favor, you know, and then he resurrected himself came back and played well, but then he fell out of favor again. And, you know, there's in a game like tonight, you know, I think that one of the things that happened with Mark is that getting benched like that a couple of times when he thought he'd earned his starting role for a prideful guy like that. I think it really got his competitive juices going. For one thing, he started looking for a shot. You know, he started taking those threes and being aggressive on those. And I was really thrilled to see this happen. I mean, I had predicted on Lakerholics.com several times that this stretch of three games, this game tonight, the game against the Clippers on Thursday, and the Friday night game against the Blazers, those three games were going to determine what's really going to happen to the Lakers. And I always felt that those were an opportunities. That was, those were the games that Drummond would have to really come up big in order to hold his position because the team would have to do well. And, and I, I'm just very distrustful of, of Andre's ability to impact the lineup. I mean, Gasol was plus 17 tonight, team high. Uh, Drummond was minus 11, team low. And I, and I thought Andre played okay. You know, it's, it's just that for every two or three pluses that you give him, there's going to be two or three minuses. It's almost like it's inevitable that that happens with a game. But, you know, 
there's a lot of things to be grateful about the game. Some obvious things. Um, we won the game and we really needed that because yes. now we're fifth instead of seventh, you know, and that's a big deal. And uh, AD came back. That's another big part of the game. And our defense, our defense that we thought we lost completely came back. I mean, I must have written about a 20 or 30 comments on just how devastating the loss of camaraderie and chemistry in the team. And it looked like a team that's quit or that's done or that's been cooked. Um, so it's good to see all of those things uh, really happening. Um, I think to me, the biggest thing is seeing how much more room to operate everybody has when Mark Gasol is in the game. And I think that Gasol, you look at the three centers we have, and two of them have won championships. Mark Gasol and Anthony Davis. Those are the two guys that should be playing. And the biggest thing that came out of this game maybe was not the win, maybe was not locking up uh, at least for a moment or a day the number five seed. The biggest thing might be the pressure that this is going to put because we have some matchups, for example, against the Jazz, where they have two low post centers. We have matchups that Gasol is going to be a really primary important weapon because he's the only one other than AD playing a lot of five that can stretch the floor. And I think we just saw tonight that there's another one of the obvious opponents that we're going to meet in the Nuggets. And I thought Gasol played played as good a defense as anybody else did on Joker tonight. You know, he harassed him. He's got good hands. Um, he made him miss a lot of bunnies. He's physical with him. I thought he did a great job in that sense. So, you know, not an elite job, but, you know, I mean, Nicola can, Nicola can take anybody to the woodshed. So, you know, it's not, you know, you can't, you can't prevent that from happening. All you can do is minimize it. And I thought we did a good job of minimizing it. I mean, I couldn't believe a couple of those shots that he threw up. I, I didn't even know if it was a one-legged shot or a no-legged shot or what it was that he that he did from the free throw line twice tonight. I mean, and when you get him underneath, it's like, it's like having a football player stand there. So if he can just throw a little jump hook, you know, you can't even get close to blocking it because the guy's so wide at any rate, a uh, big win for the Lakers. It's, it's funny. Talk about the difference that a day makes. If you were to look at Lakers Twitter yesterday versus Lakers Twitter right now, I mean, I have to admit, I must've, I must've commented and, and like half a dozen, you know, comments by people that the Lakers were cooked at this point in time. So, you know, uh, sports is a crazy thing. It changes. One day you're up, one day you're down. And right now we're up. Right now we're up indeed. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. 
That's A-R-Y-S-E dot com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Once again, the Lakers did pull out a nice victory, 93-89 over the Denver Nuggets, putting them at fifth once again in the Western Conference, a half game ahead of Dallas, and also a game, a full game ahead of Portland. So right now, again, the Lakers are in fifth, Dallas is in sixth, a half game behind, and Portland is one full game behind in seventh. We're hoping it will stay that way. We'll wait and see. But L. Rob, you got to be impressed with how the Lakers found a defensive intensity. I think they were mad. They played like they were angry today. They played like they know they've been disappointing a lot of people. Yes, they play like champions. They play like they had some pride in their work. They played like they, you know, cared about um, where they finished in the standing. So as fans, that's all you you want. You want guys to come out and play with some intensity. No, we want wins too. <laughs> I'm sorry, what'd you say, Tom? I said we want wins too. Well, yeah, but you, if you do those things, then wins will usually follow. It's only so much we can take of them playing hard if they weren't winning. Um, yeah, yeah they, they play with some intensity. They play like they care. So good for them. I mean, we shouldn't be to the point where we're crediting them for playing hard. You know, that should be a given. That's what you expect out of a team that aspires to win a championship. But, you know, you got to take baby steps. And this was a step in the right direction. And uh, you instill some more confidence in some more guys. And now you got more guys that could possibly play. So we'll be having we'll have more things to we didn't narrow we didn't narrow the rotation much, did we? No, no, no. See, it's, if we expanded it and confused yeah, it. When you expand more. the rotation and you win, it's great coaching. When you expand the rotation and you lose, you're exactly wrong. well. So, that's it. Who? Yeah, you know, it's it's. Who do I send in? You or you? Well, Drummond. Exactly. Yeah, Drummond Horton was 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 good today. Seeing yeah. him go to the basket, I thought at first. He kept getting into the paint and looked up and seen JaVale there, and he would not try to finish over JaVale. And I'm like, you still got to, you know, quit getting into the paint and not taking your shot. You still got to attack this guy. I know he's a shot blocker, but – and finally one time he flipped it up and he scored over him. So uh, I thought he was really, really important um, when he was in there too. So kudos to THT for his game. And we, we've talked about this before, L. Rob, with Laker Tom. When you're playing a 20-year-old, you're going to get that constant up and down from him each and every game, each and every quarter. I mean, there's still mistakes that he made today that only a 20-year-old makes. But, again, you also see the youthful exuberance. You see the athleticism. You see the, the little things there. Now, mind you, I agree with Laker Tom. I think they should have traded for Kyle Lowry, but you yeah. didn't. I mean, THT is still a nice problem to have as far as it's concerned because you're trying to grow and mature him if you're intending to keep him long-term. So there are some benefits to keeping him, and I'm hoping that it, that he will go ahead and his game matures. He knows what he needs to work on. I also like to see him finish more consistently around the basket because if he likes to go to the basket, you need to finish more. A lot of his layups roll off the rim, which I'm kind of concerned about. He needs to have a little bit higher percentage of, of finishing at the rim, I think. I mean, sometimes he makes these shots more difficult for himself. Even when there's not a hand up there, he'll try reverse. He'll try behind the backboard. He'll try other things. Yeah, high percentage shots. You know, yeah, really, and he'll make the, 
They're low percentage he, shots that are it's amazing that he makes them. Yeah, sometimes, but sometimes he'll go in and he'll go in with a shot that he can make rather easily, but he's thinking someone's going to have a hand up, so he'll make himself a harder shot, and that's what happens ultimately sometimes. So I know that, again, it's a, he's 20, so there's a lot of room to grow, and I'm w- willing to see, especially if he can go ahead and do things like he did in the last minute of the game where he got that layup when we needed it, got us ahead of, you know, that was the clincher for us right there. Yeah, so again, THT. Yeah. And playing in the clutch time like that. And not being afraid to drive, not, not being afraid yeah. to, to make that mistake in the first place. Exactly. That was a wild spin shot that he threw up there off of yeah. the basket. Go ahead, L. Rob. Now I was saying if, if Casal don't put pressure on Joker on a rebound off the initial yeah. miss, then THT doesn't get the chance to get the easy put back on yeah. the rebound. So um, that's just another little thing. Because saw, I mean, he's such a smart player. When he's in there and he's playing good, that's that's something that he has over Dre and over Harrell. It's just his basketball yeah. IQ is just, you know, smarter. And he's guys. engaged now. You know, he's so, engaged now when he wasn't earlier in the season. Yeah. Simply yeah. getting benched and knowing that, that uh, Andre's on the bench. You know, I – I love the idea of doing with him what we did with JaVale last year. Start him. Just give him like a good nine minutes. It's not six minutes or nine minutes at well, the that, start. That doesn't play that Drummond didn't, in the middle and then play AD at the end. Well, Tom, that did not originate with the Lakers. JaVale had that same slot, I think, one of the mm-hmm. years that they won a championship. He was starting no, it's a, one of those years. No, it's a way to keep Absolutely. him involved in the game and so forth. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then he still give Drummond 20 minutes in the middle. You know, and let Drummond go against the second string centers because they'll have a much harder job of stopping him. That championship experience that in addition to the basketball IQ that Lee's talking about, it's also that championship experience that Mark has that he could be the Rondo factor in these playoffs, in my opinion. Well, let's hope that's the case, because, you know, you know, you and I were on Rondo's case the, for two seasons before he showed up and I was the last to get on the Rondo train. I'm going to be the first to get on it this year because he did look good the other day for the Clippers. Yeah, and he did. So did. And so did DeMarcus cousins. And I'm going to say that again. I think the Lakers did throw a strike. I thought they should have gotten DeMarcus. I'm, I, I agree with Tom. This is what we were talking about last week. I know L Rob, you were on the side of Andre Drummond, but you know, with Andre's lack of mobility, sometimes the, his, sense of court awareness. I mean, he picked up four fouls really quickly today and made himself ineffective at times. I mean, sometimes it's really hard to gauge how effective Andre Drummond impacts the actual game. Can you imagine him if he had Mark Gasol's brain? I mean, <laughs> if we could put those two together. All right, all right. Give back to uh, Jamie's Dr. Yeah. Frank. Um, Go ahead, El really, um, Drummond has a tendency when he's playing against an elite player to um, try to do too much. And he wants to prove he's on their level and he's not. So usually that results into him making some stupid fouls and making some plays that he shouldn't make instead of just playing his game and going playing to his strengths. But um, he set the tone by making Joker work today. He did not give him anything easily. Uh, he had a couple, like maybe one cheap foul, but most of those, he was being physical with them. So he set the tone. If he doesn't start and set that tone with Joker, I'm a big believer in if you never let somebody get started, 
I mean, that's how um, Siakam killed us yesterday. AD wasn't engaged at the beginning of the game. And once he got rolling, you know what? He was going to be a handful all night. So I thought AD Drummond did a good job. He was most of the game defensively. Yeah, I, I thought he was his defensive uh, approach to the game. He was right up in, in Joker early in the game, and he made him uncomfortable from the beginning. And I thought that was, that set the tone. So I don't want that um, to be totally overlooked, even though, you know, sometimes the plus minus, he didn't look like he was a minus 11. I didn't, I didn't feel like he was the reason why the Lakers were – weren't playing as well when he was in the game. Caruso and those guys get in the lane. He set picks for them. They get in the lane. You got a wide open 12-footer. What are you doing? Shoot the ball. Trying to throw an alley-oop to Drummond, and you're wide open from five feet. You know, I mean, some of that you can't blame on Dre, so. L. Rob, if you ask me in a playoff series in each of the games, if it takes Jokic 28 shots to get 32 points, I'm going to say I'll take it. Yes. That means a lot Absolutely. of the share is going to him Absolutely. and it's going not going all to everybody else. And that means the team really needs him to perform. And that usually means that you're leading the game because if he's taking that many shots, if he's putting that much on himself, for someone who loves to pass the ball like he does, that means that there's a lot of work that he's trying to do all onto himself. And he, that even him as the MVP is doing too much. And that tells me that the Lakers or whatever team is facing off against him are actually either very competitive or winning the game at that point in time. So, yeah, I will take 28 shots on 32 points all, any day of the week for Jokic. But Tom, yeah, that's, go, that's, yeah, a great, that's a great point. I think the other thing that you just got to realize is how what kind of defense we played tonight. We rarely doubled. And, and he found really himself a lot against smaller that's guys. That's the way we played them in the past, because in the past, we've done a lot of doubling of Joker. Yeah. Primarily because he was just abusing everybody else that we put on him. Yeah. But you'll notice what this did in this game. They had only seven three-pointers made. We won 21 points at the three. We had seven more three-pointers than they did. And the reason is, is because we did not double to leave those open three-point shooters out there to take the threes that they got. So that was interesting, you know, and I'm sure the strategy would have been had they, you know, had Joker started to, to really destroy us because he missed a lot of bunnies. He missed about as many bunnies as Andre missed at the other end. Um, there was a point in time where the game was just guys missing easy layups, you know, but the, the defensive strategy of feeling that our centers, Drummond included and, and Gasol and, and even Trez for a few plays, could hold our own against him uh, really worked out pretty well. I mean, we didn't have to double him, which, it, you know, it's interesting. Everybody, and maybe it's the the horror that we were all in last night, the sort of griefs that we were going through after that loss. But it, but in some ways. If we were we all at, together, Tom, if we were all together in the room, we would be <laughs> crying on each other's shoulders last night. Right. We would have been passing around the cleaners. So, oh, Rob, here's some. You know, all of us, we, all, we forgot. We I forgot so. But we forgot a few things. You know, we forgot a few things, including number one, that this team really can play defense. Number two, Anthony Davis really is a superstar. And number three, they don't they don't have Jamal Murray, you know, that's a big loss. Yeah, but number four and, and five, we didn't and have we LeBron. Did this and tonight. We did this tonight without, Le without LeBron and without Dennis. 
I mean, remember we used to say that our first round pick right now we're lined up to play this to play the Clippers in the first round because they're the fourth seed. Although we knocked Denver down, so they're both tied in the loss column. Well, you had also stated in a previous couple of games, one of which we were all crying on each other's shoulders for, was that a lot of crying. A lot of crying. Believe me, a lot of crying. Was that, you know, eight, since AD's come back, the defense hasn't been as good. It hasn't been. It hasn't been. And AD hasn't played good defense all year long. Um, he's shown signs of it, and tonight was like the best signs we've seen. But anyway, the, the point is that the Nuggets were one of the teams that we thought, hey, if you got to choose who we're going to play in the first round to have as easy a march to the championship as you possibly can, it's the Nuggets. You don't want to play the Clippers in the first round, especially with LeBron and AD not fully recovered. We want to play them at the at latest possible, but and well, that but sounds I think like that a we complete have, opposite of what Laker time. I've never felt the Laker. I've never felt the Nuggets were the team to threaten us. I didn't think they Laker were last year, and I don't think they are this year. Okay, the Laker Tom I know would have told me, "Oh, bring the Clippers on first round. Oh, we'll play them in the plan." Come on, that's the that's the no. Laker time I would know. I want the hardest one. I want the hardest one possible. I want the hardest schedule possible. I this think that's the Laker time. You know, the point when I was saying that was when we had a team that was healthy, okay. playing extremely well, and all they needed was motivation, okay, rather than cruising through the first to, to second round. That's what I said last year in about the bubble because the bubble. Is a situation where you'd really everybody's had four months off. Yeah, you know? Isn't the so famous Tom quote is the harder the better? That's what I think. You know, say. everything has a context, Gerald. Everything has a context. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. No, I know, but but it's You've interesting because the Nuggets. Of sayings, uh, any of your predictions? Any of your quotes, Tom? So, well, it all comes back to. It's one of the problems, Lee, when you open your mouth as many times as I do. There's a whole yeah. lot of evidence out there for people to criticize you. So I, it's, I mean, all critis- it's all in fun. It's all in fun anyway. Hey, I got, got criticized recently for saying it wasn't yet last <laughs> night the worst Frank Vogel coaching job. I didn't say it wasn't bad. It was horrible. Look, but I thought don't start, was don't start fights. Don't start fights. Well, it's already started. I, you know, I'm just like, I don't want to fight at all. I'm just, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it was a bad coaching job, but I thought it was. Well, I sure hope we don't play the Clippers in the first round. Uh, okay, I don't. I mean, wouldn't you rather play the Clippers? And the nice thing about the fourth and fifth slots, the fourth and fifth seeds, is they avoid the they avoid the top teams, the top two yeah. teams. See, so um, you end up you end up playing um, the winner of the three and six series. I've I've kidnapped it, Tom. I am of the mindset: if you are going to win a championship, if you are the Los Angeles Lakers. We didn't suddenly suddenly morph into the Portland Trail Blazers or somebody. Yeah, we got beat down a lot, but I mean, I'm not taking on Portland's mentality or or some Dallas Maverick mentality. We are the Lakers. If we are going to win the championship, we're going to have to beat whoever's in front of us. So all of this about trying to play somebody at a certain time and frame. <laughs> LeBron James, if he wants to be the GOAT, he needs to have this championship. He needs to Put this notch on his belt. The clock is ticking. AD, if you want to be thought of as a great player, you got to back it up. One championship doesn't do it. We've seen and that. that well, I was going to say, he sounds more like me. So I think it was like a Freaky Friday thing where we switched bodies, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I think. Cause, uh, so, I mean, because that does not sound like Laker Tom at all. Bring so back Laker Tom. 
Well, Tom. you won't have to worry about it because the Clippers are going to work real hard to get the number three slot. Okay. Because they don't want to play the Lakers. The last thing that they want to do is play the Lakers in the first round. Is Kawhi even playing again? Well, they're they're tied right now with Denver, although they right. twenty two losses each. Yeah, but um, they lose out on the tiebreaker, so they're they're currently fourth. Uh, that's why. Regarding tough position, because if they beat us, then they move up and they push us down. So they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Clippers got an easy schedule though. The rest of the way, Denver's got a much tougher schedule we're signaling the ref for a quick timeout but we'll be back with more of the lakers fast break podcast check out what's been going on with the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse i see the potential for basically like another netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted and this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics that's the pop culture cosmos show and the pcc multiverse every week on apple podcasts and over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options well definitely it's going to be interesting to see how this all shapes out but the lakers at a time where they needed it the most did pull it out without lebron without dennis schroeder once again, Dennis Schroeder is out 10 to 14 days due to health and safety protocols. And LeBron, yeah, well, you know. Get vaccinated, Dennis. Get yeah, vaccinated, Lee. I'm not, I'm not the going there. The... More, they come after you if you don't get vaccinated. They come after you hard, Dennis. So. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. You I am be vaccinated. tax deductions for everybody who gets a vaccination. Why do you just... pull LeBron into that conversation is what I don't understand. No one asked him about who had not been vaccinated. LeBron had said before that he family didn't decision. want to do the vaccine. But LeBron hadn't publicly came out and said he had not been vaccinated. Yeah, he came yeah. out even before that and said he wasn't going to be vaccinated. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know if he made a definitive statement. I well, it was he a made it definitive decision. enough that everybody who heard the statement, it was something well, like between the lines, so bad or something like that. You know, where he avoided answering it so that yeah, you're reading between understood. the lines. You read between, between the lines. He did not come out and say that though. So yeah. if Dennis came out and said that, he outed him, which yeah. wasn't cool. Well, it is. Did LeBron is. have the game tonight? Well, he's working on that ankle. So, but it is a day to day for Le LeBron. It's not too serious. Uh, and as far as vaccinations goes, I'm happy that I'm hearing the news that possibly my daughters could be vaccinated here within the next couple. Yeah, of weeks. So that, I heard that a week. Uh, I want to get my two granddaughters vaccinated. Can they play guard? Can they play point guard? Can one of them sub in for Dennis? Then? Oh, there you go. Absolutely. You know what? <laughs> I think both of them, they'd give it a shot. They'd give it a shot. Indeed. I know my, my oldest would. My my oldest definitely would, especially if you throw a contract at her. You know, if you my granddaughter. Throw, if if she gets a G League contract or even, you know, even a two-way, she'll take that as far as a two-way contract. All right, there you go. That's 400 grand. She'll take that. My granddaughter will be, she's playing eighth grade middle school basketball now, but she also played AAU and she's uh, 
She's a small, very small point guard. If you go on to, go on to my user page at uh, my member page at Lakerholics.com, you can see her posing with Magic Johnson. Mia's a great ball handler and a hound on defense, shoots a three-point shot, does a Euro step, uh, does step back jump shots. For a 14-year-old girl, it's really pretty amazing. So I yeah. coached her for, I between my son and I, we coached her for five years of AAU and uh, CYO basketball. So she's the point guard. And right. I also want to go ahead while we're talking about daughters, want to spend uh, say a special wish to Vanessa Bryant and the Bryant family. Mambasita. Yeah, Mambasita, the clothing line in honor of Gigi Bryant. So if you're interested, go ahead and check out the new Mambasita clothing line for her uh, dedicated in her memory. It uh, looks really cool. Nice tie-dye. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, in a sign of real class, wore it on her birthday because the Lakers weren't scheduled that yeah. day. Although everybody except for Kuzma got the message to go ahead and do that, uh, you know, as far as where it's, uh, I don't know about that, but all right. But nonetheless, please go check out the great Gigi Bryant Mambasita clothing line in honor of Gigi Bryant whenever you can. But guys, it's been a great episode. Very spirited. You notice how we're all in such a talkative mood. Everything's good. You know, I drove 300 miles to get back here and I'm still energetic enough to go ahead and talk about the game because the Lakers won 93-89. Wait till Thursday. (laughs) Yeah, wait till Thursday. Wait till Thursday. But we'll talk about that in a sec. Felix, you've been great on the comments all show long. Good job, Chance. Well, good job to you as well. Thank you so much for listening. Also want to say a special thank you to Chris and also AIM, who send us likes, hearts, and all that. So we truly appreciate it. If you want to go ahead and have a question for us at Lakers Fast Break, also as well, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com, please support the great podcast on the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. And, of course, everyone with all the comments, including L. Rob, Laker Tom, I think Sean Grice is still there. Who knows day by day. And also as well, Admiral Akbar, Jamie Sweet himself. You're going to go and check it out at Lakerholics.com. Uh, he's a great guy, but I don't know. I just He's very spirited today. So you got to go ahead and check out his comments from there, and I'll leave it at that. But, guys, it's been a great episode. Any last thoughts, L. Rob? Because we will be back on Thursday right after the Clippers game. But any last thoughts on what they need to go ahead and do to keep this momentum going? into a matchup against their L.A. City rivals. Bring the same attitude and desperation they brought to the game. uh, It starts with the attitude. So I think the Clippers view the Lakers game as a little more important than the Lakers in times past. So they would bring a little more intensity than the Lakers. So I think with the Lakers being the position they are in, I would be very surprised if they didn't bring some intensity Thursday. So it should be a good game. LeBron will be a little rested. AD will be building off of this game. So, yeah, I'm expecting a, a very spirited game. So, As am I, as am I. You think LeBron will be back? Absolutely. LeBron could have – he could have played today. I don't believe there's anything wrong with him. He is a cyborg. That's true. Yeah. Uh, just a little tweak. Nothing, really. No, he yeah. could have played today. If it was playoffs, I'm sure he would have been back. But Laker Tom, before we head on out, you got to go ahead and pitch that site of yours, medium.com, and of course, what you're doing for Lakerholics.com. Well, you know, what's really interesting is we're going from one big game now to an even bigger game. And then um, an even bigger game. Yeah, because one of the things the Lakers can do by winning, it's kind of interesting because if we win and we beat the Clippers, we're going to push them down into the fourth. 
we're going to make it we're going to keep them further from the three slot and we're going to help the denver nuggets there's a plus and a minus to winning this game against the clippers but if they lose they go to seventh possibly well if they lose they'll still probably be five but the clippers will move up to third and drop the denver nuggets whom we just took care of fairly easily without lebron so then of course if you get caught in these machinations for every game that goes for the rest of the season you'll go crazy because there's still too many things you can't factor. So you go in there and you try to win the game. Tonight's game was the first game in a long time because of the injuries to LeBron and the injuries to AD that the team was actually 100% focused on the game. They weren't looking ahead. They weren't looking behind. They weren't, you just came back, so you're not going to be as good LeBron. But they really came to play business, and they and they they really had focus at the start of the game, and the defense was relentless all night long. Even even after getting beaten on, on a couple of plays where you'd be embarrassed, they still they still hung tough. What what I think is going to be fascinating to discuss on on the site over the next few days, because not only will LeBron get a little more rest, but he he might get a couple practices in there, because they got. You know, they don't play till Thursday night now. So we've got Tuesday and Wednesday th- that they could easily get into practice, at least one good practice and probably some shoot around and working stuff. So, and of course, Frank Vogel's job's not any easier because Marcus All and, and Wesley Matthews basically pushed themselves right back into the rotation. And, you know, and, and I'm thinking now that, you know, I, I wrote an article about how. I thought Vogel could actually go with a 12-man rotation where, you know, and it's one of those 12-man rotation when if you look at the end of a, of a week or two-week period, everybody's got a certain amount of hours, but if you add the, add the time up, it's more than 48 minutes a game. It's because some guys haven't played. So you, you take the 12-man rotation and you bench two or three of the guys every game. You know, okay, this is your game, Wes, you and you're going to be out and somebody else is going to be out and and maybe KCP. And the next time it's maybe it's DHT and maybe it's Morris and so forth. And so everybody plays three or, you know, and LeBron and AD play every game, but the rest of the guys play three or four games, depending on the matchups. You know, if this is a team where, where they've got a, a defensive center or a low post defensive center, like Rudy, Rudy Gobert, you play Gasol. Gasol's going to get the nod there because he can pull him out of the paint and make it a lot easier for LeBron and AD and everybody to score. There's other situations where Drummond might be the better option to start the game and so forth. And the same thing goes through with the rest of the players. If somebody's shooting hot, he may get some time, but you still play in a nine-man rotation most of the time, but you have 10 or 12 players who are involved in that, and you just just choose based upon matchups and, and... who's playing well and who's not playing well, who plays that particular game. We're going to be focused on the Clippers game, and and I think it's a good opportunity for the Lakers to make a statement. What kind of statement will that be? We'll have to find out on Thursday. I'll tell you what. You come back after you watch the game and you check us out right here. Hopefully these faces will all be smiling once again when we come back on Thursday night. L. Rob, I know it's late for you, but I tell you what, it's just so great to have you here. Laker Tom, great to see your smile once again after such anger and such fire and vitriol. I tell you what, it's great to see you guys back and happy once again. And I'm also glad to see the Lakers fans, J. John, Aim, Felix, 
Chris, thank you so much for the love. Everybody who watched and who everybody who listened tonight, check us out again on Thursday night after the game against the LA Clippers. We want to see you here. We want to make sure that you're listening. We want to make sure you're watching us. It's the Lakers fast break. And as J. John Sarceda says himself, it's the Lakers win or lose. So, yes, the Lakers all the way. Once again, it's Gerald, Laker Tom, and L. Rob. We will see you Thursday night after the Clippers game right here at the Lakers Festival.